What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to Talking Out Loud. I am your host, Drew. That is going to take some getting used to, but that is the case. Uh, In case you are not on social media or were unaware, Sully has decided to step away from the podcast this year. Uh, Decided, got married, didn't want to do the the ringer that is trying to produce a Dayton basketball podcast uh, weekly. And as someone who's young and has too much time on his hands, I completely understand where he is coming from there. So uh, I have taken over. Uh, my name is Drew. I've, If you've listened to the podcast before, you know who I am. You know my voice. Uh, but now it is my turn to uh, take the steering wheel and steer this ship the right direction. And I'm hoping I can do that. Uh, I hope you will bear with me. Uh, this is the first time I've hosted a podcast uh, on my own. Uh, tonight will be a solo show, so this could be a little bit choppy, but uh, I'm going to put my best foot forward here. Uh, this is only a rapid reaction episode for the opener against SIUE. Uh, the Dayton Flyers open their season Monday night against them in what can only be described as a sloppy first half and a slightly less sloppy and better second half. Uh, we'll, we'll dive a little bit more into the game uh, as we move along here, but uh, just wanted to get that housekeeping note out of the way. I want to thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, if you're coming back, uh, thank you for coming back. If you're new here, welcome. We hope you will subscribe to the show. 
We hope you will follow along this year as we go on this journey with our beloved Dayton Flyer basketball team with uh, Coach Anthony Grant at the helm for his seventh season at the University of Dayton. Uh, a bit of an up-and-down tenure, we'll call it, for uh, Coach Anthony Grant. But more on that on Thursday's show. Uh, we'll have a packed Thursday show uh, for you later on in the week. But tonight, it's about the opener. And going into this game, you weren't really sure what kind of Dayton team you were going to get. You have quite a few new faces. Uh, Deron Holmes is back. Malley's back. And the Kobe's are back. But uh, just those four are the only returners from last year's team. Uh, Tamani Kamara is off doing uh, great things in the NBA for the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, R.J. Blakeney and Mustafa Amzel have uh, decided to take their basketball talents elsewhere. From there, you know, tonight... You didn't really know what you were going to get, but you wanted to see uh, some good flow on the offensive side of the ball, some stifling defense. Um, we didn't really get either of those things in the first half. Uh, and the first half could only be described as as ugly with a capital U. Dayton trailed for the majority of the first half. They closed the first half on an 11-0 run to go into the locker room up 27-24. to Came out of the locker room, played a much better second half, only gave up 23 points, scored 36 to get to the final score of 63-47. to 47. And uh, Anthony Grant, depending on what number you got on whatever book you preference, uh, Anthony Grant has covered a spread for the first time in a Dayton season opener, so that puts him at 1-6 in his career on that front. And let's just, let's just dive into this. First half, you know, you get the first five points of the game with a, a nice design play from Malley to... Deron Holmes and then a Kobe Elvis three-pointer. It was 5 nothing within the first 47 seconds of the game. And from there on out, you didn't score again until the 14-18 mark on a Nate Santos made free throw. So the patented scoring drought came and made itself available very, very early on in the year. Unfortunately for all of us watching at home or if you were watching at the arena. And like I said, it was a sloppy first half. It was very low scoring. Dayton didn't really get much going on the offensive side of the ball. They shot one of 10 from three in the first half, which just isn't very good. Uh, they trailed by, you know, as much as as much as eight. 237 to go. They go on their run. They close out the half on an 11-0 run to go up 27 to 24 into the locker room. And then in the second half, you know, Dayton kind of puts it, started to pull away from them. SIUE made it a little interesting towards the beginning of the half. A big Dayton run about in the middle of the second with a lot of the uh, the new faces who we'll talk about here shortly uh, on the floor giving Dayton some some great minutes. And it'll be interesting to see how this all meshes together. I thought a lot of the newcomers put their best foot forward tonight, and we're going to need more of that. You know, the time it takes for a team to gel with all these new faces, you know, it, it shouldn't take too long. You know, you had an entire summer and you know, some exhibition games to get that going. But, you know, first night nerves with a new team, you know, you can kind of understand. And Dayton was not alone in struggling uh, on opening night. Some of our fellow A-10 compatriots were struggling in the first half. Some of them even lost, um, looking at you, VCU to McNeese State at home. So, you know, as first frustrating and as angry as Dayton may have made you uh, this evening, um, as I tweeted out earlier on, on my Twitter account, at DrewBW, it could always be worse. It could be worse, Flyer fans. And uh, for that, you know, you just got to take the good with the bad a little bit. And 
keep moving forward. All right. So let's just dive into the box score real quick. Deron Holmes, you know, the the big story going into this offseason and coming into the season was going to be whether Deron Holmes was going to enter the NBA draft or come back. He elects to come back because his drafting prospects weren't quite up to where he wanted it to be. And uh, so, you know, he starts tonight with 19 points, eight boards, two assists. He looks, you know, looks like a good game on the surface. He was four of 11 from the field. He was 11 of 12 from the free throw line. So the majority of his scoring coming from the free throw line, which is good to see, you know, when he was a freshman, he was about a 58 to 60% free throw shooter. And tonight he goes 11 of 12. So you, you can definitely tell that his free throws have gotten incrementally better each year he's been here. Mally Smith only plays seven minutes, only records two assists and a turnover. He injured his ankle again. No official word on the severity of that, if he'll be available for Friday. But it's just a very frustrating thing when it comes to him because he just cannot seem to buy a break when it comes to his health, especially with his legs and his ankles and things like that. So hopefully it's you know just a tweak. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Hopefully he won't miss too much time, if any. But if he does, uh, you're going to see a lot more of Javon Bennett, who really, really impressed me tonight. You know, you look at his box score, five points, three fouls, six assists, one of four from the field, one of four from three, two of two from the line. But I really thought he dictated the pace in the second half very well. I thought he handled himself very well, bringing the ball up. Uh, SIUE really tried to put some pressure on Dayton towards the end of that second half to try and claw back into the game. I thought he did a very, very good job of handling that. Speaking of newcomers, Enoch Cheeks leads the team in minutes, 35 minutes tonight, three of seven from the field, 0 of two from three, six points, four steals, three rebounds, you know, a good solid debut for him. Kobe Elvis, two of nine from the field, two of seven from three, three of four from the line, nine points, five assists, you know, good, good box score game, but you kind of, you kind of want more from Kobe Elvis and uh, Kobe Brea struggled tonight as well, two of eight from the field, two of seven from three. So, you know, between the two Kobe's four of 14 from three and uh, the rest of the team was one of nine. So, uh, you know, not a great three point shooting effort, five for 23 for 21%. That's really, really not going to get the job done. Most nights they were 20 of 48 from the field for 41%, which was incrementally better than their first half, which I believe they shot somewhere in the mid 30% from the field in the first half. One of the big talking points going into this year was Dayton's ability to play faster and at times it looked like they wanted to try and push the pace and then at other times it looked like they would just ground the game to a standstill much like they did last year it looked like they were caught in between what they wanted to do and I think once they finally committed to playing the up-tempo style is when they started to pull away from SIUE and uh, it felt a little more flowing on the offensive end felt a little more impactful on the offensive end got the crowd into the game a little bit more so you, you know you can't you can't be stuck between the two worlds you got to really decide if you want to play that up tempo style that you've been talking about all off season and in the lead up or are you going to revert back to your old ways and it's only been one game and you know it might take some time for them to get comfortable with playing that up tempo style because a lot of these guys have only played one way, and that is to slow the ball down, play it in the half court, dump it down to Duran Holmes, and kind of work around that. And, you know, it takes it takes time, and it takes effort and practice to get co more comfortable with that so you can go out and implement it during a game. But defensively, you know, and SIUE isn't going to blow you away with their offensive talent, and 
you know, things of that nature. But I thought they did a, a very good job in the second half. You, you only gave up 23 points uh, in the second half. You, you gave up 24 in the first. So you hold them to 47. You know, that's that's pretty darn good. I, I don't care who you're playing. If you hold a team under 50, you're doing something right on the defensive end. So, again, and that's something Dayton did last year. You know, they were a good defensive team last year. I think they're going to be another a good defensive team this year. But you're going to need scoring eventually because you're going to run into hot shooting nights. You're going to run into hot shooting teams. You're going to run into good teams who run good offense. And you need the offense to keep up with what you're doing on the defensive end. But I don't care who you're playing. If you only give up 47 points in a game, you're doing something right on the defensive end. So You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's let's dive into the team stuff here. Dayton holds them to 32% shooting. Uh, they do shoot 5 of 12 from 3, 41%. They were 10 of 15 from the line. Dayton was 18 of 22 for 81%. That's a great positive. Dayton now rebounded them 41-32, and I, you know, I'd have to dive in a little bit deeper, but I really feel like Dayton dominated the glass in the second half. Each had eight offensive rebounds. Dayton had 17 assists, which is a very, very good statistic. Uh, 17 assists on... 20 made field goals. So that that you'll take. You'll take 17 assists on 20 made field goals. And hopefully that that can continue. Uh, six steals. Dayton turned the ball over 11 times. They forced 13. They led by as many as 18. So, you know, as fr- for as frustrating as the first half was, Dayton really went out 
took care of their business in the second half, moves to one and zero. Do you want to see more from them on an opening night? Yeah, you do. But you know, it's it's opening night. You guys are going to be rusty. A lot of these guys first time playing at UD Arena, playing in front of this kind of crowd. And honestly, I thought it was the new guys who kind of buoyed Dayton in the second half. Isaac Jack gave us some great minutes off the bench in the second half. Nate Santos grabbed 14 rebounds. You know, as much anxiety as he gives me watching him, you know, move around on the basketball court with just how non-fluid he was at times. 14 rebounds, if we can get that kind of rebounding production from him, that'll be a at least one area where you can kind of supplement the loss of Tumani Kamara this season. So, you know, some good things, obviously a lot of things to work on before Friday when you play Northwestern, but all in all, I, I give them you know, maybe a C minus, maybe a C. I give the first half a, a D minus and probably the second half like a C plus. So yeah, that's kind of where that's kind of where I was at with Dayton tonight. And it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward. And Friday's a big test, and then you know, you go to Chicago to play Northwestern, who struggled a little bit tonight with uh Bing Binghampton, I believe was who they played. Uh, if you bear with me here, I can find that out pretty quickly. But it, it's a good test for it's a good test for Dayton early on here in the year, and that's all you can really ask for. And Dayton is going to be at the mercy of their non conference schedule. So you know this is only your second game of the year, but it's a pretty imperative one. If you think you have a chance to get, yeah, Binghampton, uh, Northwestern beat them by eleven tonight. Uh, 72 to 61. So if you get this one, then you go into Charleston where you face LSU. If you start off three and zero, you really, really start off on the right foot for what you want to do for this season. And, you know, you could kind of take it from there. So yeah, that's kind of really all I have on tonight's game. Just wanted to get something up here quickly onto the podcast feed. Let everyone know that, you know, I am now in the driver's seat of this all. And you know, you'll be hearing a lot more from me. You'll be hearing from other people. I would love to get some input from, you, the listener, anyone who would like to contribute to the show in any way, shape, or form, please do reach out to me on Twitter at DrewBW or the Talking Out Loud Twitter, which is at Talking Out Loud. And yeah, you know, I, I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited to finally have a project that I can call my own. Uh, I'm very thankful for Sully for him entrusting me to keep carrying this forward. I think I'm the third host of this podcast if you trace it back all the way to its original origins. I'm very excited to keep it moving. I hope you all will will stick around this season and uh, bear with me here as I uh, try and get my bearings as the first time of being a podcast host and not just a podcast contributor. We're going to be doing weekly releases on Thursdays and then you know rapid reactions wherever we can get them. If you would like to come onto the show for a rapid reaction episode, uh, again, reach out to me. I would love to get some more perspectives on the show here and uh, kind of figure out what the pulse really is of the Dayton fan base. You know, you, you hear a lot of things, you see a lot of things on uh, social media and you kind of want to gauge where everyone else is at. You know, I, I know what I believe. I know what a lot of other people that I follow on Twitter believe, but you know, that's not everybody. So uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to have Larry Hansgen on, on Thursday as is custom with the beginning of the season. Larry will come on. We'll, we'll talk about the season at large, what our expectations are, um, we'll talk about the new guys a little bit, how they fit into the program and, you know, what he sees as we move forward throughout the season. We're also going to be joined by Kevin Sweeney from Sports Illustrated, who is a Northwestern alum. Great guy, recurring guest here on this show. We're really looking forward to talking to both of them. So uh, keep it tuned to the podcast feed here on Thursday. We'll have our first official episode. We'll call this episode, what, zero, 0. 0.5. 
uh, the first rapid reaction of the year. Dayton, a winner tonight. That's always a good thing, as I always tweet before every game. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. 63-47 to 47 is your final. And uh, your player of the game, I'm going to go. Nah, it's got to be Deron Holmes. I mean, he, he didn't play his best game, but he still had you know 19 points and really was the the best player on the floor, even still, even with his C game. So, yeah, 19 points, eight rebounds, three blocks, two assists. Deron Holmes is your player of the game. So thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate you listening. We hope you'll tune in on Thursday when I'm with Larry and Kevin. We only have two rules for this show. It's wear red and it's be loud. Have a great rest of your day, night, whatever, whatever time it may be. And we hope you'll tune in on Thursday. Cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.